Good morning. It's September 17th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is In the Eye of the Hurricane. The music is The Rain by Maurizio Malagnini. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Romans 12, 12. I made rounds a few days ago on all my partner's patients, including my own, since it was the weekend and that's our routine. As an OB-GYN, visiting inpatients can mean joyous postpartum visits with their new baby in the room, anxious postpartum visits with their new baby in the NICU, or devastated postpartum visits with a stillbirth. Antepartum patients may just be waiting to deliver with preeclampsia or diabetes or premature rupture of the membranes or even bigger problems. Gynecology patients usually just had a major surgery, so weekend rounds run the full gamut of possibilities. That morning I visited with a partner's patient, admitted months prior to her due date, with a baby not growing well due to a rare genetic syndrome that, if it survives, will have some varying degree of cognitive disability certain brain defects, autism, craniofacial abnormalities including cleft lip, cleft palate, dwarfism, and some degree of blindness, just to name some of the features. Her husband was absent, and there could be no family gathered due to the never-ending pandemic of 2020. I knocked on the door and pushed it open slowly and found her sitting up in bed, laptop on top of her lap, oddly enough, She gave me a cheery hello, and I introduced myself. We talked about the current state of her fetus's evaluation and different teams of physicians involved, the uncertainty of outcome, but the certainty of significant difficulties. Her movable meal table had both a Bible and a daily devotional sitting on top of other papers. While obviously anxious about next steps, possible outcomes, variable timing, future effects on their family, and time to have a toddler at home, She clearly was realistic about the severity of the situation, but hoping for the best. Both a number of bookmarks and the state of the cover communicated that the Bible was anything but ornamental to her. When I left her, the verse above occurred to me. Here was a couple in the eye of the hurricane, swirling around them a worldwide pandemic, a needy toddler at home, a baby on the way with guaranteed severe problems, and those were only the things that I knew of. Here was a circumstance that all would categorize as legitimate for the category of tribulation. Yet everything about her demeanor and discussion indicated a hope that was clearly tempered by realism. And finally, I have no doubt that this couple was in constant prayer, and I hope there were other family and friends praying consistently as well. Of course, God knows our needs before we voice them, because he sees into the heart, 1 Samuel 16:7, Matthew 6:8 but it's also clear that he fervently wants our prayers. Why? Because he knows it's good for us, and it builds our relationship with him, which is what it's all about in the final analysis. Hope and prayer, both good things to cling to in the eye of a hurricane, when you have a Savior that can calm the sea with a word. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. 1 Samuel 16.7 for the Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Matthew 6, 8. Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose 
and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was great calm. Matthew 8.26 Dear Heavenly Father, we love you, we trust you, we know that you see into our hearts and will arrange things to work together for good for all of those who love you, even if on your timetable and not ours. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.